Hello, you're listening to It's Election Day Somewhere. I'm Melissa Mara. And I'm Mike Bauman. And today we're going to start off with uh, Tuesday's primary, which is Minnesota's five. And who's the congresswoman in Minnesota five? That would be Ilan Omar. And what's she a part of? The squad. And what is (laughs) happening to the squad this year? Well, they're being primaried pretty hard. Yes, they are. And now it's Ilan Omar's turn. And who is uh, primarying her? Well, she's got a couple of opponents. My favorite being a guy named Les Lester. Oh, boy. We need, we need more of those. Yes. Uh, Bob Boberson would, <laughs> would be a, a good candidate for Congress. But her main opposition is a guy named Anton Melton Mewks. I'm sorry, say that last name again. Anton Melton Mewks. How very American that a guy whose last name is spelled M-E-A. UX is pronounced Mux. That is interesting. Whoa. Yeah, he's an attorney and he's challenging Omar in Minnesota 5 on the basic assumption that she's become too famous nationwide and we don't need that in our district. So you don't want a representative who's uh, got national recognition? I thought you would want that in your in your uh, district, right? Well, you know, the Latin word for national recognition is ego. Ah, okay. Well, and when you have a large ego, you don't have room for your congressional duties. I mean, I can kind of get that argument, but also, like, she's pretty popular right now, like, in her district. So do we think any of these uh, challengers have any chance against her? Well, Rashida Tlaib uh, got rid of hers. Uh, Mm -hmm. last week in Michigan, who was running very much a a fun little campaign of you're the Palestinian lady in a majority black district, so me as a black lady deserves this seat. Interesting. That's always good when that's your only argument. Um, But it it could be scary for Omar. Um, She is not fundraising as well as Melton Mewks. She's brought in roughly... In the last quarter, $470,000. Okay. Melton Mewks brought in $3.2 million. Whoa. Wait, that's quite a discrepancy. So what's Why, going yes, on because there? Because Ilan Omar is bringing in the small grassroots fundraising. Right. Oh. Whereas Melton Mewks is getting the rich guys who don't want Ilan, or who don't want Ilan Omar. Remind uh-huh. me to edit that out. Okay. <laughs> Whereas Melton Mewks is getting the rich dudes who don't want Ilan Omar in Congress. I mean, okay, so that makes sense. So you know, it, he's getting a lot of PAC money. Okay, so yes, PAC um, money. He's getting like uh, billionaire tech CEOs who normally only give money to Republicans. Suddenly they've decided they'll go with Melton Mewks because, let's face it, no Republican has a chance in this district. So you have to mess oh. around in the primary. So you go with somebody who's at least like middle of the road. You can't get any Republicans. So do we think whoever's going to win this primary is probably going to win the seat then? Oh, yeah. It's a city district in Minneapolis. It's okay. it's a no-brainer. The Democrats win. Okay. So the Repu- it's a solidly blue se- uh, section of Minneapolis. Yeah. But one fun little issue in this race is, do you remember at the beginning of the whole uh, 2020 race, Nancy Pelosi said... Any vendors who work with somebody primarying an incumbent will get blacklisted. Well, there have been complaints lodged against the Melton Mewks campaign because of the shadiness of his vendors. Because they're having to hide. (gasps) 
Oh. They're, they're setting up shell companies where their real names aren't on it because if they use their real names, they're on Pelosi's shit list. Interesting. I mean, it's an interesting idea. I, yeah, I, technically illegal, but yeah. really all it is is like a company that does yard signs is wearing a false mustache so you don't recognize them. Right. So they've got like some weird shell company names so that you can't connect them to the Melton Mucks campaign that is so hard to say Milton Mucks yeah that's just not that does not roll off the tongue very easily so we'll see how those complaints go but I mean it's technically not legal to use a shell company but what choice do you have but to temporarily name yourself not Bob's printing Mrs. Pelosi ah yes well um so that's made things very interesting with the fundraising um I didn't realize that she was she had like what like a fraction of the money that Melton Mux is getting, but it makes sense if it's all from uh packs and stuff like that, but also with fundraising um what do we have going on with the uh, the big race the trump biden presidential race uh, the July numbers have come in, and the winner is Trump and the r n c oh boy. They brought in one hundred sixty five million dollars in fundraising in July. Oh, wow. Uh, 165 million works out to 55,183,946 containers of Clorox wipes on staples.com. <laughs> nice. Which is the new form of currency these days. Yeah. Biden and the DNC, not far behind, $140 million they brought in okay. July. Uh, $140 million is 8,755,472 family packs of Wegmans store brand toilet paper. <laughs> of course, you looked up Wegmans. Now, of course, the big difference between, as always, the Republican and the Democrats, 90% of the Democratic hall was grassroots level. Oh, that's good. The average contribution was $34.77. Wow. Now, $34.77, that's what Wayne LaPierre expenses to the NRA for a cup of coffee in the morning. Oh, burn. (laughs) That, that, That joke's going off to Tish James in Manhattan. That's a dedication. Oh, yes. Yes. So... What what do those numbers tell us? So, oh, so what do the uh, the Republicans? Uh, that's mainly big donations then from PACs and from big rich billionaires. Right? Yeah, because they can now. Of course, Trump has annoyed the poop out of Sheldon Adelson by oh. giving him a call because you know they've been giving the Adelsons have been giving money like crazy to Republicans forever. They sure. he and his wife have each given like $600,000 already to the campaign whereas most people would say, "Oh, thank you, you've been very kind." Trump called him up this week and yelled at him for not supporting him enough and now people are worried that he's just going to completely tune out of the race altogether. Yeah, I mean, if I've given that much money and somebody is yelling at me for to give more, my answer is then to just be like, "Well, I'm just going to lose your number you know <laughs> why if, so he's attacking people who are already giving lots of money to him instead of yeah well the thing is trump I has so many ex-wives he doesn't recognize who isn't an ex-wife anymore and just assumes everybody's trying to take his money oh. hey oh burn very nice that's what the kids come here for the 1960s borscht belt jokes <laughs> so um so what is what do these numbers mean in terms of fundraising it sounds like they're pretty close it's pretty even which means biden has money i mean they just did a 200 or announced a 280 million dollar ad buy uh coming up for the fall and of course the trump campaign can keep 
you know, editing photos of Biden to make it look like he's asleep when he's actually praying. Oh, that's always nice. Oh, my gosh. Um, and or, or the fun one in, his, in the newest Trump commercial, editing out a microphone from Trump's hand or from Biden's hand. So it looks like Biden's just kind of talking to his hand, you know, like, like a like a mentally ill hobo would. What? Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Well, um, since we've been talking about Biden and Trump, shall we get into the the big question of this week? Possibly. Hopefully we find out this week. Ah, who is who's going to be the new host of the Masked Singer? Yes. No, no, I'm kidding. Even though he's a raging anti-Semite, it's still Nick Cannon. Anywho, what we were talking about? Oh, we were talking about uh, Biden's VP pick. What? Do we think uh, about that? Yes, that will happen this week because the convention starts the next Monday. Oh, so we definitely will find out. We will find out this I mean, week. I think it's been great that they've been kind of teasing it and not telling us for the longest time because I think, you know, like they're dragging it out as long as possible. And in some ways, I think that's the right move, at least right now. Well, but... I mean, Fox News had the big exclusive that it was reporter... Uh, which do whichever Ducey it is, the young Ducey, the youngest of the Ducies <laughs> of the many Fox News Ducies. Oh my god. Um, as oh, yes. Biden rode his bicycle by, Ducey yelled out, Who's who have you picked your vice president? He said, Yes. Well, oh, who's it gonna be, Mr. Vice President? You. And so Fox just kept airing that over and over again, as if it was an exclusive that he named his vice president, which a bit of a cell phone because as they've been trying to make him seem like a feeble old man who can't leave the basement, just com- constant B roll of him. On a bicycle, negotiating tough corners. Of course, and then making a, a quick little dad joke on top of it, like a quick, you know, you, you're going to be my vice president. Like that's, I mean, it's obviously a joke and it's kind of a lame joke, but the fact that he did it that quick on the fly, that kind of, you know, like shows his mental acuity, especially after riding a bike like that. That shows that he's a lot more limber and physically adept than the current president. So Yeah, but hey, if you can stand up straight and tell a lame joke on in an instant, why isn't Jeff Foxworthy president? Yeah, well, I mean, the bar is extremely low right now. Um, but so what do you think about the shortlist of possible VPs? Well, we keep hearing the same three or four names over and over again. It's Kamala Harris. It's Karen Bass. It's, it's Susan Rice, and then that fourth wild card name, Tammy Duckworth of Illinois. That's right, yes. Now, of course, the conventional wisdom is he has to pick a black woman, so that kind of takes Tammy Duckworth. Well, that completely takes Tammy Duckworth out of it. <laughs> That's true. But, of course, while we're cycling through these three names over and over and over again, that means we just get to start pooping all over the same three women over and over and over again. Well, at first, I thought Karen Bass would be a great pick, but of course, they have been digging up old speeches of hers that have been pro-Scientology and pro-Cuba, and, and yeah, those things do not really fly all that well. But Yeah, originally, she seemed like the safe pick because nobody had any oppo on her because nobody outside of Los Angeles had ever heard of her because she's never been a look-at-me kind of congresswoman. Right, yeah, I think somebody, um, I'm not sure who uh, I can quote this to, but I heard on another podcast someone refer to her as a workhorse and Kamala Harris as a show horse. 
Yeah, she quietly, Bass quietly worked her way up through the assembly back when there were six-year term limits. So working her way through the assembly was a quick process to become speaker. Right. And then became a congresswoman. And, you know, she's the head of the Congressional Black Caucus. Yeah, which would play really well for a VP pick, but because we've had plenty of time to dig up dirt and find stuff like obviously in L.A., you're going to have to do something pro-Scientology just because those wackadoos live out here. Um, but Well, you, you don't know. have to. No, I guess you don't I have mean, to. Yeah. But, you can try you know. to annoy them because yeah. who cares about Scientology? Ow, where'd this blow dart in my neck just come? <laughs> exactly, yeah. I'm saying this while living in L.A. and it definitely does give me the creeps just in case anybody is listening in. <laughs> You don't want to say anything too negative about Scientology, just in case. But the big one is the fairly pro-Cuba stuff. Now, I don't want to say she was pro-communist or anything, but, I mean, she didn't shit all over Castro whenever she had the opportunity, which here in L.A., that's fine. Right. But, but middle in America, Florida, yeah. that doesn't play very well. Exactly. Or yeah, in those parts of America where they still think Gorbachev is and the and the Red Soviets are coming to get us. That's true. Yes. Um, so chances are we're thinking Bass's chances are pretty slim. These I days. think she's probably done now, which uh, then leaves ooh Susan Rice, which I the, the yes. former uh, national security advisor in the Obama administration. Yes. So I don't really know. To the UN. I don't really know anything beyond that about her. I haven't heard any negatives or positives. I do know that it is an issue that she's not held elected office before. No, but she but... has been involved in campaigns, so she knows the in and outs. But, uh, of course, with Susan Rice, I have one word for you, Benghazi. Right. And that's the worry I... that if you pick Susan Rice, Republicans will just keep yelling Benghazi and you'll lose all the votes. No. But, of course, anybody who cares about Benghazi was never going to vote Democrat anyway. Well, and aren't they just going to yell Benghazi at basically any yeah, Democrat? Yeah, if you, if you at pick Karen Bass, they're going to yell Benghazi. If you pick Michelle Obama, they're going to yell Benghazi. Right. If if you pick Mike Pence, if Mike Pence was made the Democratic <laughs> vice presidential candidate, they'd still yell Benghazi. Right. So, I mean, I don't think that should be a negative on anybody because if anybody thinks of Benghazi as a talking point. They, we weren't getting that vote anyways on the Democratic side. So what do we what do you think the chances are for Susan Rice being the pick? Well, she doesn't have fans on the Bernie Sanders left because um, what did she own a lot of stock in? Oh, I don't know. She married into a Canadian family with a lot of money in oil. Uh-oh. The Keystone Pipeline. Oh, oh, ouch. OK, that's that's not great. Um, and, and also she does love the military intervention. Okay. So she's a little bit more centrist. Um, and so, but do you think she's got a good chance of being VP or she spent a lot of time in the white house and Biden knows her. That's true. And Biden does want somebody he can have the Obama Biden relationship with somebody he wants to have lunch with once a week. Oh, that's true. So, um, and then of course there's. Kamala Harris. Of course, yes, Kamala Harris. And you have opinions on Kamala Harris. I do. I have liked her as my senator. I have liked watching her, uh, you know, rip people apart uh, <laughs> in, uh, as a senator. Um, I definitely thought her presidential campaign was uh, rough. 
Um, I don't know how else to put it, but she just came off as really awkward and... But she had one great moment in a debate against Biden. Yeah, she attacked Biden, which, I mean, but that also was like such a staged like answer to him like she was she had that loaded in the chamber waiting oh, and, yeah, which is which what is debates fine. are all about right which is and fine. she did it so well chris dodd will never forgive her right which because is, somebody's opinion i care about in 2020 is chris dodd i seriously why is he even like just please retire chris dodd we're done we're done um but yeah i thought a lot of her like town halls she did and you know, her little day-to-day Iowa stuff. Oh, there was the one Iowa CNN stuff. town hall. Do you remember that when they asked her about, it was something about climate change up in Alaska, and she didn't know what an icebreaker was? Oh, that's right. And, and the thing is, she's not... I'm talking about the boat, not not the uh, conversation starter. Right. I mean, I think she's she's great, but she does have trouble pivoting at times like when she's given a question about something like an icebreaker when you think about it if we're talking about alaska and you're asked about something called an icebreaker chances are it's something that is used to break the ice like so uh how about that snow i mean you should be able to that's an icebreaker in alaska oh you're terrible oh my gosh but i mean like that she's she does have trouble it seems like like going off script and that's where Trump lives is off script. So can she handle, you know, like quick changes and stuff? Like, can she handle being attacked on like all kinds of fronts? Plus, there is the issue of when she was uh, attorney general, she was pretty tough on crime. And so some people are not a big fan of that. I believe the phrase is Kamala is a cop. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Kamala is a cop. So, but from what I've heard, she's... Oh, sorry, if, if I'm Sean Hannity, Kamala, oh, because God. remember, we, we purposely mispronounce black people's names on Fox News. I just, it's not that hard. All the A's have the same sound. It's Kamala. There's no, you don't have to do anything. Um, oh, sorry, wait a minute. Sean Hannity says Kamala. Oh, that's I think it's weird. Tucker Carlson that says Kamala. Yeah. Anyways, so they... Um, Oh, so from what it sounds like, though, she is probably the odds-on favorite at this well, point? Well, she's a senator, and there's nothing Biden loves more than a senator. Biden thinks because he was a senator for 433 years that there's no more important important person in the history of America than a senator. Right. So, I mean, and that's why I keep going back to it probably being Harris, which I wouldn't be angry about. I just fine you know like it's one of those choices where it's like in the same way that biden being the presidential you know the nominee like it i mean there are plenty of other names out there there's still you know tammy duckworth people uh, gretchen whitmer flew to delaware to meet with him possibly but then there is also the issue of which is the same reason why i don't even put elizabeth warren on the list although some people do of that like well what happens to her seat if she gets the yeah, VP there, nom. Yeah, there is Same always Same thing with Whitmer. The, what happens with the governorship there? If Whitmer becomes vice president, yeah. America has, or Michigan has its first black governor, the lieutenant governor. Oh, whose okay. His name is uh, uh, yeah, Mr. Lieutenant Governor of Michigan. <laughs> I don't remember. But, I mean, it definitely, if, if it I'm were... i go with Charlie Upper Peninsula. But if it were, let's say, Elizabeth Warren, that seat's automatically going Republican, pretty much. Right. So um, and that's for, for a te- temporarily at least, right? Because but, they do have the uh, Mitt Romney rule, 
uh, that when uh, John Kerry was definitely going to become president in 2004, Ted Boy. Kennedy got the rules changed that the instead of naming somebody for two years until the next, you know, even year election, they uh, the governor only gets to because at the time Mitt Romney was governor, a Republican, right. and they wanted to make sure he could only temporarily appoint somebody and then could the the elect or the electorate could then bring in of course the obvious democrat which turned out to be um oh a, a republican because it oh. didn't work out well yeah so i mean that is because something the democrats was martha coakley whose entire campaign was i'm the democrat by law you have to vote for me i'm gonna go have a beer oh i forgot about that name wow but no matter what though um we do need to they do need to think about it, whoever you're picking like what happens to that seat and that's one of the reasons why it does make sense if it's someone from california or illinois because yeah. those are easily kept Democrat. yeah and then newsom can put in somebody like javier becerra or alex padilla oh that's um, true if it's karen bass then we've got a special election which can put somebody like mark ridley thomas oh yeah um th- this is getting very hardcore local la <laughs> politics <laughs> But, and wait a minute, who's the other one? Oh, Su- and Susan Rice, um, I guess they'd have to find somebody else at whatever law firm she's working at yeah, now. I, I have no idea. But, but see, she doesn't hold Tammy office. Tammy Duckworth, so. it would be uh, Governor Pritzker would... Um, would pick somebody and... Maybe one of the toilets he took out of his State Street mansion. <laughs> exactly. But either way, I'm, it, that's why I wouldn't even consider Elizabeth Warren on the list right now. And I know some people are still talking about her. Look, I love her, but it's not going to be her. It's just the the math doesn't work out. Yeah, but we do have to keep, you know, at, talking about other names because the same three over and over again, it just gets played out. True. You don't hear about Val Demings anymore. Yeah, um, I haven't heard about Val Demings or... I mean, um, she also has the issue of literally being a cop. Um, I also remember hearing about... Um, Mayor Lance Bottoms every once in a while, but now her name is not on that list anymore. Is there a reason why that happened? Or uh, Biden hates R and B. Oh, you're terrible. Well, uh, her, her father <laughs> was Major Lance, the R and B star. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, I just I because I remember hearing her name at the very beginning, and now I haven't heard I haven't heard her at all. But well, it's definitely uh, from inside the campaign. They're hearing that it's consolidated, but I think it's important to just keep spouting off names. So that we're not destroying the three who are left. That is true. So keep saying Lance Bottoms. Keep saying Val Demings. Keep saying Michelle Lujan Grisham. Uh, I mean, hell, uh, throw in Michelle Obama. Yeah. People keep wanting Michelle Obama, although she's definitely said she would never do it. But uh, she does have the importance of being a black lady we've heard of. That's true. Um, what, Simone Biles. Let's, yes, why, let's why not Simone say Biles. Simone Biles? Yeah, she may Simone be too Biles. young, but with a combined 30 Olympic and World Championship medals, she may be too much of a winner for the Democrats. So maybe, uh, <laughs> nice. Olivia Pope, Olivia Pope. Uh, Olivia uh, she's Pope not, is not real. real. Yeah. Yes, but but she knows her way around the White House. She and also has... Biden loves institutional memory. True, although she is also not real and uh, a little uh, problematic. Um, uh, the Charmin Bears. Oh, Charmin Bears. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Hey, they're environmentalists yes. and they know how to deal with shit. But aren't they red? So wouldn't that mean they're Republicans? Or am I think I'm thinking the Charmin Bears aren't they red? I could be wrong. <laughs> um, I, I know they're I know. cartoon bears that poop. Yeah, and that's, that's all it's I really all paid about, attention yeah, to. Yeah, it's all about their butts. But, uh, anyways, so I think we've touched on pretty much everything in this country. 
And what about Belarus? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Sunday, which is, uh, is that August 9th? Which would be, uh, well, uh, today, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> uh, Belarus is having its presidential election, which uh, is normally meaningless and probably will be this time because uh, President Alexander Lukashenko, uh, he is, uh, he's really good at not allowing opposition to happen. Oh, nice. Like in the okay. run-up to this election, I think 130 different opposition leaders were immediately put in jail as soon as they said, hey, there's going to be an election. Oh, my. Including this uh, one guy immediately said, oh, you're disqualified because it's always the disqualification. You, you have done something bad in your past, so you can't run. So his wife is running, and she's doing really well. Oh, Her wow. name's Svetlana Tikhonovskaya. Oh, that's a fun name. Wow. And um, yeah, uh, she and a couple of her subordinates uh, got really good with social media. Like they did their little hands. They did a heart and one would do a peace sign. And as a signal that the election is close, uh, those two advisors disappeared yesterday. (gasps) And so she's had to go into hiding. Oh, my gosh. She's probably she left her apartment in Minsk. So she's somewhere. Oh, my gosh. That's so scary. And just being very blatant about it uh lukashenko is having unmarked vans just pull people off the street and whisk them away in the middle of the day as if it were portland oh i was waiting i was about to say a portland joke but you beat me to it but so of course lukashenko is going to win because even if he lost he's going to win because well i think he prints the ballot papers in his own bathroom oh wow so um what do we think uh so we think that race is probably going to be obviously still Lukashenko. Yeah. And um, he's been president for 26 years. What, uh, what's yeah. what's to another 26 more? Yeah. So that so nothing's going to be changing probably in Belarus. Uh, but I think that's about all the elections we have for this week. So join us next week when it will be election day somewhere. I'm Melissa Mara. And I'm Mike Bauman. Don't forget to join us next week when it'll be six straight hours on Kanye West. Definitely not. Future President Kanye West. Definitely not.